Feeling the inclination to give on Giving Tuesday? Want to learn about giving back to an incredible charity impacting kids? Join me in this episode as I talk to one of my favorite charities founded by a spouse of a physician called Give More Hugs. Residency can be such a letdown when it comes to building your financial foundation, but it truly doesn't have to be that way. If you're a physician wanting to take control over your financial future and take back the freedom you deserve, come hang out with this money nerd. No long hours or sleepless nights. Just you, me, and the Financial Residency Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Inman, and welcome back to a special show. Giving Tuesday, or I should say, hashtag Giving Tuesday so I can be cool with my hashtags, occurs on every Tuesday after Thanksgiving. It's a movement to create an international day of charitable giving. Giving back, whether it's to one's church, charity, just a family and friends, is typically part of everyone's financial plan at some point in your life. My wife Taylor and I have given back to a phenomenal charity the past few years called Give More Hugs. It was founded by a spouse of a physician, Chris McGilvery, and it's an amazing organization that helps underprivileged students develop a lifelong love for learning, reading, and creativity. They run book drives, they host book signing events where they write positive and inspiring handwritten messages inside of each and every one of those books to help promote literacy and encouragement for the young students. They also support students in need with new school supplies by filling up backpacks full of these supplies and books. It's remarkable work that they're doing And I'm dedicating an entire show to help raise awareness and hope that all of you, the financial residency community, can respond with some assistance to further their cause. To touch on some of the finance before we jump into the short interview with Chris, let's examine the concept of a charitable donation from a tax standpoint. Yeah, I I know that not everyone gives away their time, money for financial gain, but and that's certainly not what Taylor and I do, but let's examine it anyway. While the new tax bill did not take away the deduction for gifts made to charities, you know, the nonprofit 501c3s, what did end up happening by passing the bill effectively did just that. The standard deduction, uh, which is an amount that taxpayers are allowed to reduce their adjusted gross income, it was increased from 6500 if you're single or 13000 if you're married to 12000 if you're single or 24000 if you're married. Thus, it made it more beneficial to take the standard deduction and not itemize your deductions, which is where charitable contributions are calculated. Now, it's not the same for everyone. It's pretty general. There's some ways to donate to charity, though, besides writing a check or contributing through a social platform like actually set up in our Facebook community. You can actually donate appreciated investments like shares of stock. Uh, This allows donors to deduct the investments at full market value, uh, obviously subject to certain limitations, uh, without having to pay capital gains on the tax of that appreciation. All this will matter for the typical listener of the show. You can actually donate through your IRA. Uh, Basically, if you're 70 and a half or older, you have required minimum distributions, you can actually contribute up to $100,000 of that can be actually counted towards Uh, your yearly IRA distributions and won't be included in your taxable income. And I guess I should say before I go down the rabbit hole too far, let's just jump right into the interview with Chris McGilvery, the charity that I fully support and love its mission. Chris, so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. 
I'm happy to be here, Ryan. Thank you for having me here. Of course. Well, in the intro, I told everyone how much I love Give More Hugs, but I think they need to hear first a little bit of background on Give More Hugs. So can you, for the next maybe minute or two, tell us a little bit about what you're up to? Of course. Uh, I started uh, the nonprofit Give More Hugs while my wife was attending medical school in Dominica, a small island in the Caribbean. And I had the opportunity to volunteer at schools. And my background is in education. I've taught middle school. I've taught in higher education. And I knew I, I wanted to start a nonprofit before we left Dominica because there were kids that we became close to, teachers we became close to. And I decided to, to start a nonprofit organization to provide resources to students in underserved areas. Um, it made me realize that there's kids in every community that needs our support. And so the organization went from uh, helping students with resources to training and mentoring middle school, high school, and college students to develop their leadership while impacting the lives of students in underserved areas. So it's it's been amazing to watch the organization evolve and grow and the impact grow every year. One student that goes through our training has the potential to impact a thousand student lives in a school year. It's pretty amazing. A thousand are impacted by one student that you're helping train. It's truly amazing to watch students go through our program when they uh, learn leadership skills, how to connect with their community and adopt a Title I school, which has 70 80% of students that are on free or reduced lunch. Uh, these are the students that are in our public schools that need our support. They, they do not have access to resources that you know, your kids and, and my kid might have uh, access to. And so many of these kids don't have access to books at home. Many of these kids have a hard time getting the regular school supplies at the beginning of the school year. And so it's pretty neat to watch 11-year-old a 16-year-old or even a 20-something-year-old go through our leadership program and really make an impact in their community and have that potential to change up to a 1,000 students' lives. Mm -hmm. And speaking of community, I know, you know, obviously being married to a doctor, the medical community has kind of helped step up because I saw some news around some of the people that are helping you guys out. So let us know who, who those are. We've been blessed to connect with the medical community from the beginning. You know, in Dominica, we worked with the spouses organization. And as my wife progressed through her medical education, I was able to uh, join forces with several different organizations, uh, the Texas Medical Association Alliance, Dads Married to Doctors. And so being able to work with these organizations has been great. We recently won a grant with the Texas Medical Association Foundation. Where we're about to launch the Texas Bookshare, where we will promote early literacy and healthy habits with Central Texas families. When a child goes to their well visit, uh, and we are targeting low-income families, they'll get a free book based on healthy habits. Uh, Alan Fox, he is an author, an awesome person. He has uh, this book, um, Benji and the 24-Pound Squash, and we'll be able to donate that book to families, and parents will be able to read that with their children and also uh, teach their children that they can grow their own food. 
I love it. That's so cool. Well, hopefully the financial residency can help step up and help basically guide you guys and, and get you some, some additional resources to provide those things. Can you tell us maybe a story or two that you maybe want to highlight for everyone here about Give More Hugs and how you guys are, are helping? Uh, there's a few that I that come to mind. So there's a, a young man uh, in high school, Darren. Uh, he's 15 years old. Uh, maybe he's 16 now. But he led a, our bookshare program in his community, and he was able to collect over a thousand books. And he led a free book fair at a Title I school. And I happened to go to the book fair, and it was pretty amazing to watch him kind of direct and give instructions to the adult volunteers. We had a corporate um, organization come in volunteer with the 15-year-old and give more hugs, and he was just giving them instructions, go here, go there. The kids are ready for us to read aloud with them. This is how you know you can help them pick out their books to encourage reading. And the kids were excited. But this 15-year-old young man, he was the leader of this project, and it was pretty awesome to watch him interact with everyone. There's so much impact going on, you know, when, when you see a, a young student like that drive change in their community, inspire the students, the teachers, and the adult volunteers. That's neat. Just showing so much leadership and, and then obviously being able to give back. So, Chris, okay. how do you actually find the students to go through the program? We post the opportunity online. We have an application process, but we also uh, have parents that recommend the program to their child. So if you have a student that is in middle school, high school, or college that might be interested in developing their leadership skills and making an impact in their community, we are a nonprofit of choice to, you know, have them go through this program so that they can share the impact that they make when it's time to either apply for college and or apply for scholarships uh, based on leadership. So let's jump quickly behind the scenes and let's maybe understand how the funds are used and your most urgent needs. We have been operating uh, for six years. Uh, We're 100% volunteer-ran organization and so 92% of the funds are used for programs, and the other 8% is used for administrative costs like mailings, technology. The priority right now for Give More Hugs is fundraising so we can continue to grow our impact and we'll be able to have operations since we are 100% volunteer-ran organization. We're hoping to have a part-time staff or a few part-time staff in the next few years where we could actually grow our impact throughout all across Texas in regions throughout the United States and train more students so that they can impact a thousand students' lives in in their community. And it it does take funding to grow our impact, make an impact. And, And so we're always looking for individuals, organizations, foundations that want to support us and and grow our impact so we can reach more students. That's amazing. Well, I know that in the financial residency community, which you guys can all go to at financialresidency.com slash community and join the Facebook group for giving Tuesday, there's going to be a link there that you'll be able to donate to give more hugs to help them out where 92% of every dollar that you donate will go to helping these kids. 
Chris, I absolutely love what you guys are doing. I'm going to continue to donate my charity of choice. I love what you're doing. He even gave you a shout out on Physician on Fire's charitable, you know, his his post on charitable contributions. So hopefully that sparks some interest and keep doing what you're doing. It's so needed. And I know that all these kids really can thank you for it. Thank you, Ryan. And thank you for your support. And we look forward to partnering with others that want to help change lives one student at a time. In the spirit of giving, we're going to be discussing an article that was posted on the site physicianonfire.com titled The Donor Advised Fund, A Smarter Way to Give. And I'm going to be quoting a lot of it because I think he's done a really good job at explaining it. A donor advised fund is an excellent and tax efficient way to give to charity. And there's several big advantages to giving to a donor advised fund as opposed to just writing check. You're going to get a tax deduction in the year that you contribute to the fund. You're going to basically be able to give to charities of your choice years later down the road. You can donate equities that have appreciated and nobody ends up paying capital gains tax on it. And your donated money can actually remain invested in index funds. When donating appreciated mutual funds, you're limited by the IRS rules of giving 30% of your AGI or adjusted gross income in any given year. Or when you're donating cash, you can actually deduct up to 50% of your AGI. He then goes on to show you some of the math on how much it actually costs him to put 100000 into a donor advised fund. And his calculations led him to figure out that it actually costs 58000 to donate the 100000 And that's actually without factoring in the potential savings and capital gains. There's some obvious drawbacks to giving to donor advised funds, and he goes through a lot of it. So I encourage you guys to check out his article for more details. There's also a link at the bottom of the article that's written by Michael Kitsis, and that goes significantly more in depth. So if you really want to deep dive into the subject, I definitely recommend clicking on that link and reading the article by Michael Kitsis as well. As always, I'll make sure to link this in the show notes at financialresidency.com. Really excited that you guys decided to take some time out of your day to listen to me yap all about finances. Clearly, it's my passion and I can be a little nerdy about it. But this information really is for you and I'm happy just to be the messenger. While I'm honored to have you here with me, I can't give you any specific advice on your financial situation through the show. So please consult an attorney, a CPA, or shoot, reach out to me, a fee-only financial planner, before making any big money decision. That's just the smart thing to do. Next week, we have a great show planned with our special guest, Vina Jetty, back on the show to talk all about how to vet a multifamily sponsor. If you've thought about investing in real estate, the show is for you. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.